This week we watched John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am the Baba Yaga, Jonathan Rooney Taylor. Ooh, Baba Yaga. Hey. Yeah. Why would you say something like that, John Rooney Taylor? If you say it three times in the mirror, Keanu Reeves appears. Oh! I want to ask him about Bill and Ted 3. Yeah. It looks like it, I've seen pictures that looks right. like it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm real excited to see if rock and roll indeed was given to America. Uh, no, didn't God? God gave rock, rock and, and, roll and roll to us, but did yeah. America receive rock and roll? Right, mm. good point. Mm. I must say, yeah. cursory look, nah, <laughs> uh, in the nah, early, probably nah. not. I haven't seen rock and roll in ages. So. Yeah, no. Nah. In the early two thousands, a bunch of guys with long hair from New York tried to give it back to us, and then we all collectively said, "No, thank you." Yeah, yeah. please to take back. Rock had a nice run. Yeah, I had a good run. Yeah, yeah. There was some, there was some, there was some rock bands, man. Yeah, <laughs> there sure were. They were something too. Yeah, Aerosmith People liked them. Led Zeppelin. Hey, Aerosmith had the music, and music is the weapon. That's true. True. And is his aeroplane? No, wait, that's that's, that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And they are Peppers. not rock and roll. <laughs> I don't even know what they are. Funk, funk. I mean, Fleet Shit. played bass for uh, Bust a Move. That's true. So. That's a good point. And got some legit credits. Yeah, and on uh, You Ought to Know. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fleet plays bass for You Ought to Know. Yeah, man. Guys, if you ever want to just feel incredibly disappointed, uh, go look up the one Red Hot Chili Peppers record where they didn't hire Flea and instead they used a bass machine. What? It's as bad as you're imagining it. Why would you have a Red Hot Chili Peppers album without Flea? I don't know. I think he was too busy uh, razzing some fucking teenagers in the future. Oh, yeah, or cheering nice. for the Lakers or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, we watched a movie this week. Now we did. A movie. Oh, we watched John Wick 3. No, sorry. John Wick Chapter, Chapter 3. 3. Parabellum. Yeah. Now, normally I don't like books because there's too many bullshit words all up in them. True facts. But this book was all right. Because it was mostly moving pictures. That's true. There were very few words. There were a few. There were, though. They got me. You I did had have to read, read a couple we of times. Read a little bit. But and they slapped the subtitles up real big so I didn't have to squint. Yeah. That was important. Yeah. And they so, had different colors. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like it was track. closed caption or something. Now, yeah. some of them were red. Some of them were blue. Oh, yeah. Ooh, some of them side-wiped. Oh, I yeah. love when words side-wipe. It was real good. You know, as much as I can love a word. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, John Wick... Chapter 3, Parabellum, begins like all movies do, immediately following the events of John Wick Chapter 2. Are you positing that every movie is a secret threequel to John Wick? Yes. Mm, nice. Just imagine, uh, right before the Predator ship crashes down on Earth, John Wick kills a guy he wasn't supposed to in the Continental, and then looks up at the sky, and then it pans up, and then oh, you see the Predator ship crash in the wait jungle. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we get John Wick versus Predators? Uh, yes. John Wick versus Predators versus Aliens? 
Whoa. If we can have Batman versus not just the Predators, but also the aliens on two separate occasions, I'm sure we can get John Wick Hell to yeah. Oh, we need. Oh, I want to see Predators get headshot. Yeah, I mean, John Wick is going to be the ultimate Predator predator yeah sure right? yeah he is no, definitely trophy. yeah yeah he will but he's also like the only one that will legitimately kill a predator aside from danny glover except for da- danny glover he's just, yeah. he gets that fucking pirate gun out of it though yeah. no i know right wouldn't it be rad to see john wick get a flintlock and a bunch of bodies of predators all around him? he'd probably take that flintlock to kill the predators what gave him the flintlock oh what if they made him yeah. king of the predators and it was like the end of uh pitch black 2 could you imagine if the next Predator Sorry. movie... <laughs> Time out for a second. Yeah. Pitch Black 2? The yeah. Chronicles of Riddick, where Riddick kills those guys and yeah. becomes king of the guys. It's called <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick. Nah, it's called Pitch Black 2. Sure, it's definitely called Pitch Black 2. <laughs> no! And then, no, well, you're right. I'm sorry. It's Nobody it's, calls it that. It's Pitch Black 2 First Blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the full and complete title is uh, fucking Chronicles of Riddick, Dame Judi Dench, please sign here for your paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, could you imagine like if they make the next Predator movie and at the end after like the Predator defeats whatever like Chris Pratt or whoever they stick in the movie this time <laughs> and then he like takes off his mask and the whole time the Predator was John Wick? Oh, oh. shit. Anyways, John Wick's been shot and he's running around with his dog. Oh, yeah, no. and it's uh, raining. Yeah, fuck it's New York. If you recall, uh, at the end of John Wick 2, he shot the guy what tried to set him up to do another thing to kill his sister in the head in the Continental, and he's now been named uh, uh, excommunicado yeah, from Persona non regatta. Yes. Yeah, but he was no, I'm given non regatta. Yeah, he is not allowed to compete in the regatta. No, <laughs> he can't yeah. get on that boat. Exactly. Yeah. No more sailing. He's on double secret probation. <laughs> yep. He can't do it. No more sailing for John Wick. No, yeah, no, he's oh. got to repledge to the frat. But it's how's true. he supposed to find the joy and happiness again? Trains. Ooh. Oh, okay. He rides a lot of trains in this movie. That'd there be were rad. a lot of trains. There was at least one train. There was the yeah. one that he took back to New York from Casablanca. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> Good train. Under the secret channel. <laughs> channel. Uh, so John Wick uh, is on the run. He's got 20 minutes until his excommunicado order comes out. And fucking uh, Jason Manzuka will not let him forget <laughs> That's it. That's right. Jason Manzukas. he comes across him in an alleyway. He plays the TikTok man. Which I don't think is that character's name. I think it's the way they credit him in the same way it's like, you know, man running from vault. Yeah, he's the TikTok man. He's just, oh shit. Uh, the tic- He says TikTok. He's the TikTok yeah, man. That's yeah. it. But at the same time. He's the TikTok man. He's the TikTok man. He's the TikTok man. Uh, So Jason Manzoukas tells John Wick that he's running out of time. So John Wick... Uh, tries to go to the uh, to get home. He gets in a taxi cab with his dog, but that's not working out. Traffic New is York bad. Traffic. Oh, it's rush hour too. You know it because his uh, his excommunicado goes into effect at six p.m. Eastern time. Like <laughs> yeah. you are not getting out no. of Manhattan Island at six p.m. Eastern. Yeah, time. all the suicide girls in the oh. excommunicado office are oh. plugging away the operator boards and something. So, John, is, Wick- is it a prerequisite that they've got piercings and tattoos, or do you get? 
get that as part of the job. I think it's a Russian mafia situation. Yeah, yeah. earn them. Yeah, yeah. For every excommunicado that goes through, you get to get a little ink or something like Linked that. Linked up, yeah. That sounds rad. Yeah. yeah. Better than fucking employee of the month bullshit. Yeah, getting inked up. Yeah. That's what I want my employer to do. Reward <laughs> me with permanent tattoos. <laughs> The only problem is if you worked for any company with branding, that's Ooh. all they would do. Is oh, you, like, yeah. It'd be like, hey, congratulations on doing the most amount of coding this week. Now you get an Intel tattoo. Oh. There's that whole year where Facebook employees just had the scratched off their arm. <laughs> oh, those idiots. Just uh. a bunch of pictures of Zuckerberg's weird alien robot face. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, no. Let's I'm glad not. he got dumped in college. Yeah, yeah. That Actually, was the right move. Wait, you know what? No, I'm not glad he was dumped in college. I wish that lady had stuck with him just long enough that he didn't go and steal the idea for the Facebook because it's ruining everything. Yeah, yeah that's true. Though at this point, I think it's actually technically safer than Twitter. Nothing is safer than Twitter, my friend. No, no. It's great. What are you talking about? It's nothing but pure, uncut information. <laughs> Everything on Straight Twitter. Straight from the truth right to your brain. Twitter is the unadulterated id of mankind. That is untrue, my friend, because you're forgetting about 8chan. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh. hey, losers in basements, is 4chan too lib for you? Come on on to 8chan. Oh. Cuck, yeah. stay away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, guys, the internet was a mistake. We should just replace it with a series of pigeons. Yeah. Uh, also, this movie posits a third way. Correct. <laughs> so, uh, John Wick hands the taxi driver one of them gold assassin coins. The taxi driver, because everybody in New York City is an assassin, or says, works for assassin bureaucracy. You're right. Yeah. I apologize. Right. Assassin or assassin adjacent. Uh, takes the coin and says, no problem, Mr. Wick, I'll take your dog to the concierge at the Continental. And John Wick goes to the library. And yeah. I'm really worried about the when uh, global appetite for assassins starts to wane and the entire city just shuts down like Flint, Michigan. Yeah, I know. If we're not killing people all the time, I feel like the whole modern economy is just not going to work. At least in John Wick world. Maybe that's going to be John Wick Chapter 4, the global <laughs> like like financial crisis. John Wick uh, Chapter 4, job retraining. <laughs> John Wick goes back to school to get his realtor's license. Ooh, ooh, but he gets put into the geek fraternity by mistake, and Whoa. he's got to teach him how to party. Oh, yeah. No, I like it. And by teach him how to party, you mean train them into an elite squad of killers. Correct. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. To get yeah. back at the crusty old Dean. <laughs> yeah. And by get back at the crusty old Dean, you mean murder him and his entire family. He outlawed skateboarding, Mark. <laughs> Where does it end? And Hollywood. he's going to be played by old David Spade. <laughs> Hollywood, please take our money. Please take our <laughs> please. ideas yeah. and then give us money. Nah, just give us free tickets to the movies you make. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. All right. I'll take it. Sure. Right? Uh, more than I'm making for these ideas now. True. Yeah. So John Wick goes to the library, and here I was a little upset. Because I don't come to movies to see books. No. If I wanted to see books, I'd go to a library. But then the movie went to a library, and I got <laughs> bamboozled. <laughs> uh, but then John Wick instead goes to find an old Russian book, and inside is a picture of him and his wife 
uh, and like a, a rote, like a rote, a real ornate yeah, it's, rosary. It's the, piece. Novel, it's the novelization of John Wick chapter three, so he can look ahead and get all the spoilies. Yeah, <laughs> no, just like in Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They watch the VHS. Yeah, uh, he's got like a, uh, his very ornate rosary beads, a little marker from like the previous movies that meaning somebody owes him a favor. Uh, and then he closes that Some back of up. Assassin coins. Yeah, a little yeah. short stack of assassin coins. Then he closes that back up, and a fucking, fucking giant man. shows up. Holy crap, right? So the giant, yeah, the giant shows up and says, I'll give you back your ring when you solve the mystery of who killed Laura Palmer. <laughs> And, and then he they... talks backwards and disappears. So this particular giant... Twin Peaks. We're doing Twin Peaks goofs. We're not. No. <laughs> Still haven't I'm going to need you to embed some hyperlinks into this fucking podcast so people get my goofs. <laughs> uh, so this particular giant is played by current NBA player Boban Markanovic. I thought I knew that guy. Yeah, he's uh, seven foot five, I think. At least. And a giant monster man. Yeah, he's also his Hulk... nickname is Boby. Yeah, that's right. He has the Bobby and Toby show uh, with Tobias Harris, although they have recently been split up. Which, oh, no. Yeah, so if you're not sports fans, and you're probably not, <laughs> they were originally teammates together on the Clippers, uh, and they became very fast friends, and then they uh, were both traded to the Philadelphia 76ers with the Bobby and Toby show continued. But uh, Bobby, this year, uh, signed with the Dallas Mavericks. Bobby, so, how could you? I know. He, Will he ever get to play for a good team? He gets to play for a lot of okay teams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing nothing could be worse than playing for the Bulls. Incorrect. Yeah? They could be playing for the Knicks. Oh, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Only in New York. <laughs> Where the fans chant sell the team. <laughs> well, the New York Knicks whole uh, uh, idea of roster construction this year was like, what if we started eight power forwards? <laughs> what if I just hired a bunch of over 30 power forwards and then no point guard? I think that'll work. Yeah. Turns out, nuh-uh. <laughs> nah, the best defense is a good offense. You gotta get them in there, Rock. Yep, they don't have either of them. Oh, no. Because <laughs> they've just got power forwards. Yeah, they can rebound okay. <laughs> Which they gotta, because they're bricking all over the place. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone knows in basketball, it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and still... Rocky, we're doing Rocky jokes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> However, had you said that exact same thing in, like, the late 80s, that would still <laughs> work for basketball. <laughs> <Yeah>. Patrick elbows <laughs> Ewing. <laughs> oh, I mean, the Detroit elbows, knees, and police batons, pistons. <laughs> Uh, so John Wick and Boban Marjanovic have a fight. Uh, the fight is oh, mostly... So good. I <laughs> forgot how much I miss really tall basketball players fighting just like normal-sized guys. Oh, it's so great. Oh, yeah. Not since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fighting Bruce Lee has it been so good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they're, they're a quick fight. Boban Marjanovic has giant monster hands. Giant just hands. the biggest hands. That he uses to keep John Wick like away like you would a small child trying to take swings at you. Right. Uh, but it doesn't work because John Wick beats him to death with a fucking book. Yeah, yeah, best use of a book ever. And Bobby was breaking the rules. He started the fight five minutes before. Ten. True, yeah. ten. Ten, but he was all like, who's gonna know? Yeah. Which the rest of the all the other characters in this movie seem to think that the high table, which is like the godhead of the assassins, has preternatural abilities to know 
when rules have been broken. Correct. Yes. Yes. The And they seem to in the movie. But yeah. Bobby don't care. No, Bobby don't care. But then Bobby gets his by getting a book shoved into oh, his mouth man. and his jaw broken and then his neck being broken over that book. Yeah. And as John Wick walks away, he just says, Bobby, don't play that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Mad TV. We're doing Mad TV riffs. That was, that was living, living Color. color. Yeah, oh, was yeah. Definitely Living Color. That's right. Yeah. I didn't like either of those shows. Yeah. Well, Living Did, Color was better than Mad TV. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, they're both still better than SNL at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. So, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but in the early 90s, during the reign of In Living Color, in the Chicagoland area and in suburbs, there was a Homie the Clown panic. And it wasn't... <laughs> and it wasn't... And it wasn't... A, I just, can we say that again? A Homie the Clown panic. <laughs> So it wasn't it wasn't that Homie the Clown was on TV and was causing a problem. It was there were men dressed as Homie the Clown in vans roaming the city and the suburbs trying to like lure fucking ch- warriors. Uh, no, luring children into vans and then hitting them with blackjacks or socks for the porters <laughs> and kidnapping them. Now, whether it's true or not, nobody's actually. It's. It's. I think it's one of those like rumors, Just an urban myth, that yeah. spread only amongst kids. But it was big enough that it ended up making like the news and newspapers. Oh, wow. And I very vividly remember as a child being like, "We gotta get home before dark, <laughs> or only the clown will get us." I think every five years, uh, grown-ups make up a story like that just for that reaction of like, "Fucking, we gotta get these kids to respect curfew." You're right. right. Yeah. Come on. Right. right. And I don't know. Tell them that fucking homie the clown is going to beat them in the back of a van. They re-released <laughs> it. Let's get it out there. Take your kids. It's like the chicken pox. Give it to them. <laughs> the fear of strangers. Uh, so, so John Wick, uh, after defeating Bobby, takes off. Uh, and he is now chased by more assassins into a, a building that I'm not sure if it's an indoor thrift store or a, a kind of yeah. flea market mall. It's like all fancy, fancy picture frames and chandeliers. Lots oh, of mirrors. Yeah. And, yeah. Mirrors. Yeah. and then a whole room of just old guns. And knives and all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah John Wick gets chased into the gun room. He tries to pull out like a, like a cult peacemaker. Uh, the bullets won't fit, so he takes another old gun and he makes a Franken gun out of them, and then six shooters a guy in the head. Yeah. And then comes the epic hallway fight of this movie. Wow. Where John Wick knives and- a plenty. <laughs> knives. I think oh, that's plenty. on the on the fucking soundtrack CD of John Wick. It's track four. Knives, knives a plenty. Yeah. Uh. So. It begins with just like hand to hand, a little bit of guns, until at one point, uh, John Wick and one of the goons stop, look into the cases that they're standing next to, notice they're surrounded by hundreds of antiquities, and then immediately gets the knife throwing. Oh man, the knives a go go is happening here. Oh yeah, uh, and it's great. And one of my favorite little touches in it is that half the knives that are thrown just bounce off of guys. Oh yeah, because they're in a rush. Right. Yeah. You're, and in a close distance, like you can't measure anything. Yeah. You're just chucking knives at guys. Oh, it's you're so you're just good. hoping that you're like an even interval away so that the fucking flips match up. Right. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of guys get knifed. One guy gets knifed in the dick. It's very funny. Several guys get knives that actually get thrown and do stick them. 
Yeah. Mm. Getting the eyes. Yeah, two guys get a fucking chest full of knives. Yeah. yeah. Lots of guys getting stabbed. One of the guys that John Wick fights, this bald guy, he gets a knife stabbed directly into the top of his bald head oh. and then punched in and further. Punched in. And then at this point, we break up the knife fight for axe time. Yeah, it's hatchet time. Oh, man. Good hatchet fighting going on. Yeah, go hatchet, go hatchet, go. <laughs> I love that martial arts movies are the only form of movies that have embraced the tiny axe known as the hatchet. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It makes me so happy. It's a wee little axe. Well, everyone wants to use big axes or like battle axes. Nah. Get that little hatchet. Get that hatchet. Yeah. It's good for camping and for killing. Yeah. <laughs> and for gutting a fish on a train and then throwing it at Chris Evans' feet. That scene still doesn't make any sense. It does. It's cool. That's why he does it. I love that they're making a fucking TV series out of Snowpiercer. Yes, they are. I want every episode to be them getting to the front of the car and discovering a different horrible reality. Yes. Like a Twilight Zone style. Absolutely. This time, the train has been full of you. No. Oh, no. This time, the train was full of ugly people and you were beautiful. Oh, no. This time, the train was people, but the people are ducks. This time, and you're bread. <laughs> There's no one in the train, just goblins on the outside picking at the wires. Uh, so uh, John Wick dispatches these goons uh, pretty Not before handily. taking a stab to the shoulder. Yeah, he takes a Does real a stab deep, in the shoulder. Yeah, deep knife right down. Uh, that's from uh, from Ernest, from Bobby, from even before. Because now he goes to the doctor, and he's got like five minutes left. Yeah. yeah. And he Before needs his to get open contract up, yeah. kicks in. We might have gotten these mixed up, but whatever. Yeah, probably. It doesn't matter. He gets to the doctor, and the doctor's like, I can't help you. And he's like, you have to. Here's my coin. I have time. So the doctor is like, fine. And he gives him, he pours some salt in his wound. Yeah. 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 And uh, he stitches him about real tasty. halfway up. Yes. Before time. And then time. And John Wick stitches himself the rest of the way up. And then the doctor tells him which medicine to take. And then he's like, you have to shoot me, John Wick. They're going to know I told you what medicine to take. Right. right. Yeah. Which yeah. he should have been way more sly about it. Because he just says, top shelf, fourth from the right. If he had just been cold, cold, warmer, warmer, on fire, on fire. Warmer, warm, cold. <laughs> ice cold, ice cold. Yeah. Look where I'm looking. Look where I'm looking. Follow my eyeline. <laughs> Uh, so John Wick or takes... what if he just told him all of the other medicines not to take? Ooh, that's that a good also point. probably yeah. worked. Don't take that one. All I know is that the pills he gives John Wick, he says they'll help with, they'll give you energy and help with the pain. So yeah. I think it's just cocaine. It's, no, it's, it's nuke. It's, it's He's that, getting some nuke. It's that navy meth, man. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that old school navy yeah, meth, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. With the whole torpedo, one man. Right, when you gotta bomb the hell out of a country, but you don't have enough people in your professional armed forces to run shifts all night. Take Navy meth. <laughs> Take four of those and throw a torpedo. Yeah, buddy, get to it. Uh, that's gonna happen in the next Fast and Furious movie. I just know somebody it. throws a torpedo. Yeah, I, I, I mean, in the trailer for Fast and Furious, they've already like picked up a torpedo from an ice shelf and threw. Well, it. in the trailer for Fast Nine, there's a part where it looks like a car goes off a ramp and flies at Vin Diesel, and he catches it in midair. Yeah. Oh, nice! With nice. his hands. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> remember, he's real good at stealing DVD players. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we haven't done any of the Fast and the Furious uh, movies yet. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's, it's one of those things where they don't get good until, like, four and onward. Right. But you gotta watch the first three because the... You won't know. Well, not all, and Like, the storyline doesn't super matter, but, like, you gotta be like, oh, a shitty car movie where they have street races and steal DVD players to ground you for when it gets fucking batshit for when they drive one sports car out of the top of an office building across a whole city into another office building. Correct. Like, you gotta know where they're starting from so you can truly appreciate where it goes. Yeah. Alright, alright. So John Wick uh, takes his drugs. The doctor's like, you gotta shoot me so they... They know that I, I so that I got a cover you. story, yeah. So John Wick shoots him expertly in two perfect nice places, and then takes off. Uh, and then this guy wishes him good luck. Yeah, yeah. It's like good luck, Mister Wick. Uh, and then he goes to the fucking horse stables. Oh, this is Chekhov's horse the stables. Horse stables so. of New York. You're like, oh fuck, what's gonna happen with these horses? Oh, and then he gets attacked by a bunch of three piece suit wearing Europeans. Yeah, well. Yeah. Most of the bad guys in the first John Wick were three-piece suit Europeans. Yeah. And then a lot of the bad guys in the second John Wick were three-piece suit Europeans. So it makes sense that there would be more three-piece suit Europeans for John Wick to fight. Ooh. It ends. It lends continuity to the series, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, he doesn't do a lot of fighting. Instead, he just slaps horses' butts, and the horses kick them to death. <laughs> yes, you get two great horse kick to deaths, followed by one hung a guy and then rode off by a horse. But see, here's what I'm saying. Now those horses got a taste for blood. Oh, yeah. No, those horses are going to wander around kicking tourists in the face all over New York yeah, City. Yeah, you can't hitch them back up to a handsome <laughs> cab now. Yeah. They're going to, they're, all those horses are going to meet up in Central Park yep. and they're gonna work their way out yeah. <laughs> like the gangs and the warriors finally coming together ooh but it does mean that they're gonna fucking lay siege to Tavern on the Green that fucking shithole mm-hmm. yeah take that I'm just sour because they wouldn't let Rick Moranis in that one time <laughs> he was possessed by a demon uh John a demon dog that's true <laughs> yeah yeah the demon dogs are jokers and they Knives without bees. I don't know what Bowie was singing about in the Diamond Dogs music. I know. Something about... That was during his cocaine period. Yeah, Whoa, wait you mean a minute. the 70s? There, yeah. was a, there was another period? <laughs> yeah, there was his cocaine, his Trent Reznor, and his, uh, I don't know, I got nothing better to his, do. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh boy. There was also a storied career. You know what? There was also that brief period of time the uh, in his like golden years era uh, when he was it was his booze period because he showed up on uh, he showed up on a uh, uh, Soul Train. Oh boy! Oh yeah, he and did. And he, he goes to do like uh, he goes to do golden years, and he is shit face drunk because he was so nervous to be on Soul Train. Oh man. It was a huge honor for him and so like he's doing what everyone does on Soul Train which is just one guy singing and dancing by himself lip syncing to his song. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't play anything live. No. no they wouldn't let you. Yeah. Uh, it was very rare. Like Elton John I know sang live but didn't play. Yeah. Like sure. that was like and that was a fight. Like he had to like be like no I'm singing my song. Yeah. Bowie just like kind of mouths along <laughs> To the words of Golden Years. Sure. Oh, it's so good. He's having a lot of fun, though. Nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were originally written for Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, then Elvis didn't take it. Good. Joke's on you, dum-dum. Fuck Elvis. 
hey, he was a, an ATF officer. Yeah. He <laughs> show some respect. DA, yeah. He uh, got a badge from Nixon. Oh, okay. Well, there yeah. we go. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they gave it to him just so he would leave. <laughs> There's that movie that they made with, with Michael Sh- Criminal. Yeah, with that sex criminal and with Michael Shannon as Elvis of <laughs> yeah. of all the people you're going to choose oh, to play Elvis. Oh, neither of those actors were well cast. No! Both of them are doing terrible jobs. Oh, <laughs> good stuff. So anyways, John Wick uh, hops on a horse that kill the horse that kills a few people. It's got an immaculate mane. Yeah. And they take off and there's a little like horse motorcycle yeah, He goes chase. through the city on a horse with no name. It felt good to get back into the rain. You're right. Yeah. It's still raining. Yeah, well in the city they won't remember your name. Because there's there too no many one. people and you can't introduce yourself to everyone. Right. True. You have to do that trick where you repeat their name back after you say your name. Yes. Ah. It doesn't work. It, no. I, yeah. It's, it's awful. Everybody wear name tags at your parties. Yeah, names are dumb. Yeah. yeah. Let's just Correct. not have names anymore. How about we just do that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just assign everybody, like, no, 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 no. shapes <laughs> or symbols. Like, Prince had it right, man. Yeah. Unpronounceable yeah. symbols. <laughs> Look, if Brad Pitt can make name tags cool, I think there's hope for all of us. When did he make name tags cool? Oh, yeah, that, that fucking was Twitter on, uh, thing. Twitter. The, you know, the garbage heap of humanity. Brad Pitt was on there with a name tag. Yeah, he's, got a, he's wearing a blazer with his name tag on. Yeah, I don't know. He's somewhere overseas. I don't know about this. Nah, Sounds nah, like I you're see, making it up. Nah, nah, I seen it. I seen it on, on not Twitter, but Reddit. He's seen it. That's where I go to read Twitter. <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> to be fair, they take only the good parts. That's right. That's and right. also a lot of the bad parts. I want my Twitter feed curated <laughs> by the fine folks at Reddit. Yes, the fine, the fine internet docents at Reddit. Yeah, no, they're like... Uh, People hey. from 4chan that got degrees. <laughs> Anytime I need to download some fan-subbed anime, I know the hit up the Reddit board. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, that's where you I get eat. your Megalink, and then you're good to go. Yeah, that's when what... you need to find the illegal stream of some European soccer game, Reddit illegal stream soccer game. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's how I watch all my basketball, all my football. <laughs> yeah, you got... better believe it. All the mirrors. Ooh, my favorite, though, is when they're getting real lazy and they just put a phone to record what's on their TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's good. Because it's, it's like that fucking show in Britain, uh, what is it, Gogglebox, where yes. you're just watching people watch TV. Oh, God. There is, uh, there. so there's the show 90 Day Fiance, which is a very popular, sure. trashy uh, reality show. It's a lot of fun. But there is a spinoff of it where it is former people from 90 Day Fiance watching Current episodes of 90 oh, Day Fiance. We did it. Commenting Pack it in. on it. Wow. Pack it in, humanity. We hit our peak. <laughs> and remember, this is all on TLC, the Learning, Learning Channel. Channel. Oh, yeah. man. Good job, yeah. Ted Turner. You remember how, remember how, like, the Learning Channel and Discovery Channel Ooh, and, History, and Channel. History Channel all used to be, like, legit educational programming? Yeah, many, many years ago. The Discovery Channel was so popular as a learning destination, it had its own retail store. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It and was I mean, basically a Spencer's Gifts, but like without all the Family Guy yeah, stuff. But for yeah. science it was stuff. <laughs> and then I remember and, very clearly we had one at Woodfield Mall that was a Discovery Channel store. And then down like one of the other prongs of the mall opened up a WTW, WTTW World of Wonder store, oh, which was shit. the exact same bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah. a little bit cheaper because it was public. Yeah. Uh, 
Good time. That's why I bought my copy of Hardware Wars. <laughs> nice. Well done. Mm. Yeah. Well done. So we're in a fucking horse fight, horse v motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets he gets out. He gets and he has the with what happens after? Where does he go with the horse? Uh, he takes the horse. He he fights all those guys and then he uh, goes to. Um, He's basically throwing uh, motorcycles into cars. Yes. Yeah, is this great. when he goes to the theater? Yes, he goes yeah. to the, the Tarkovsky Theater. Yeah. Uh, to Where see they're playing, what, Two Wolves? Something like that. Tale of Two Wolves, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the sequel to Peter and the Wolf. See, the wolf ate Peter, and then... Oh, I see. And then when you, everyone knows that when a wolf eats a person, it, like, spawns splits into, into two. another wolf. Yeah, yeah. because it ate yeah. after midnight. <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got it wet. Yeah. Now there's two wolves, right. idiot. This is how they founded Rome. Yes. I think we're all, uh, we've probably gone over this before, but I don't remember. In Gremlins, do they ever tell you what time it's okay to start feeding your gremlin? So, they don't. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming, because they, they don't, even in Gremlins 2, there's a part where they're like, you can't feed it after midnight, and he goes, Eastern or Central, yeah. They just never acknowledge. Sure. Just, you don't feed them after. I'm assuming it's midnight where you are. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I just need to know when to start. Oh. Because it's technically every day is simply yesterday's after midnight. Sure. It's also possible that what they really meant was don't play them the song after midnight by Eric Clapton. They're going to let it all hang out, yeah. dude. Yeah. You can't have that. That one gremlin brought a trench coat. <laughs> I mean, it's in the way that you use it, right? True. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> Boy, I love Eric Clapton's I'm Barely Trying songs. Hey. You mean all Eric Clapton songs? <laughs> Here's the thing. That's a cover. Oh, That's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 A lot of them are. Most He's of them, a lot of them are. Yeah. much of a writer. A lot of his big hits nah. are covers, except for uh, uh, Tears in Heaven. I'm I mean, sure of later that. stuff, yeah, yeah, but like he didn't nah, write. I was that the song. That he didn't he write cocaine. Nope. He didn't write cocaine and After Midnight are both covers of JJ Kale yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but didn't he write which one listeners, of his, like, if you don't hits? know JJ Kale, you should totally get on that. JJ Kale sound. is the shit. JJ Kale is awesome. Um, I thought he wrote one of them songs that got real big that was trying to get George Harrison's wife to have sex. Oh with him. yeah, yeah. The uh, song Layla. Badge. No, oh, no, Layla. Sorry, right. George Harrison wrote the song Badge yeah. Yeah. for Eric Clapton. He wrote Layla, yes. Right. Uh, right. And then he also wrote like Bell Bottom Blues. And that's about it. That was when he was with Derek and the Dominoes. It's Layla and uh, Darling, You Look Wonderful Tonight or whatever. Uh, wonderful Tonight, I think, yeah, it's is the other both one. Both of those, and then George Harrison wrote a song about her. So well, she's got George like Harrison's three... song he wrote was Badge, which he wrote and gave to the band Cream. Oh, okay. For Eric Clapton to sing. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's also the only Cream song that doesn't sound like a Cream song. Yeah, I. it sounds like a George Harrison yeah, song. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a psychedelic freak out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, John Wick goes to the theater, uh, and inside the theater is Angelica fucking Houston. Yeah, yeah. and she's torturing some ballerina. Yeah. Uh, and he's now, there. She is just providing typical ballet lessons. I don't know if you know this. But the life of a dancer is all hurt feelings and broken feet. Yes, that's They do yeah, not have good lives. Yes, yeah, that's true. That is absolutely the, the case. The head of the dance department at the college that we went to wrote the textbook for the dance department. Weird how that works out. Yeah, sure. and I had some of those. But I remember explicitly one of the dancers like showing us some of the stuff when we were on a bus together. And she was like... It was this passage that made me realize I don't want to be a dancer anymore. And she handed it to me. And it was just, it's okay not to eat for a few days if you need to get your body back. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a horrific mill of pain and sorrow. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's Black Swan's about. Pretty yeah. weird movie. Nah, it's about smooching uh, Kunas. Yeah, nah. Ew. She's... I don't like the way that you say that. <laughs> yeah. It's pronounced Kunas. And I don't like the way that you said you said it as Kunas. <laughs> She's super good in that movie, too. Yeah, yeah, everyone's really good in that movie. Yeah, yeah it's really well done. Uh, yeah. I don't know why Darren Aronofsky doesn't get to make movies anymore. Because yeah, everyone well, realized that that movie that he made, Black Swan, was just pretty much uh, like all the famous scenes of it, like Natalie Portman screaming in the bathtub, were all lifted directly from the Satoshi Kon movie, Perfect Blue. Oh. Yeah, but then he got to do The Wrestler after it, didn't he? Yeah, he did Wrestler, yeah. and I'm, was The Fountain No, nah, Fountain's, Fountain's before. before all yeah. that. Yeah, Fountain yeah. was in when I was in high school. Because The Fountain killed his career the first time. Right. That's true. Right. That's true. And then he was supposed to be able to do like a really gritty detective Batman. He was going to do the original happened. Batman year one. Yeah. But then Nolan got it instead. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Well, Darren Aronofsky dropped out to do The Fountain. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was his weird... Because pa- he released it as a comic book because he couldn't get it made as a movie for a while. It was yeah. like a real like... Real passion project. Well, Don Quixote passion yeah. project for Well, him. his original cast, I think, was like Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett and like it kept getting like pushed back yeah. and they bailed on it and like the hundred and like whatever million dollar budget he was given got slashed to like 30 right. and then all of a sudden it was Hugh Jackman and Rachel Weisz yeah. I think and then yeah. uh, uh, he had to make it on like nothing for nothing it's a fine movie yeah it's pretty good real long sure yeah. I mean yeah. movies yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, I, I don't know what the we watched a movie yeah. John Wick oh yeah we're, we're Oh, chapter three. Books are stupid. So we We meet uh, Angelica Houston, who is like, uh, it turns out is the like evil den mother for all assassins. Well, specifically Belarusian assassins. It seems that she like runs her own group. Like Lawrence Fishburne has the Bowery. She's got the Roma. Yeah, everybody's got like their turf that they are sort of hold dominion over. Yes, but everybody reports to the high table. Right. Right. Uh, and we find out uh, John Wick's original name is Jandani Jovanovic. Yeah, Jandani yeah, Jovanovic. Yeah, he's, he's a... an orphan of Belarus. He is a member of her tribe. That's right. Yep. And he's come to her uh, to get uh, passage to Casablanca. Yeah. Turns out that that fucking crucifix that he got out of that Russian book was his ticket. Yeah, it's actually a thing. Right. Like, like all small pieces Everything of metal and trinkets yeah. in the John Wick world, it means it something else and it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it gets heated up uh, like a fucking bull brand and stuck on his back. <laughs> yeah. So that they know he used his ticket. Right. Yeah. It's like stamping your hand so that you can't, so that you can get back in the nightclub. Yeah, right, yep. right, right. Uh, this is like the, the one scene in the movie that I think drags just a little bit. And I think it's only like that to set up that the rest of the movie from here on out is it's going to be up. insane yeah. action. Um, because it's basically just a lot of like, I want to go. Well, you can't go, but you said I could go, but I'm saying now you can't, but I have this piece of metal. Too bad you killed a guy. (laughs) But it does end with Angelica Houston saying, 
prepare the lifeboat. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then we get to see him in fucking real life Casablanca. Yeah. Meanwhile. Yeah, he's got to get his transit papers in order. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, there's a whole other plot going on where. Yes. The adjudicator. Yes. The adjudicator. Which I did some research on my phone because I thought I recognized the actor who plays yeah, the adjudicator. Who is she? I don't know, but it turns out that they are gender non-binary. Yes. And prefer the they pronoun. Oh. Asia Kate Dillon is their name. They were on Orange is the New Black for a little while. Um, uh. And I think that's where I recognize them from. Probably, but like, yeah. I really tapped out of that show pretty hard after I ta- season two. I only watched a couple of uh, episodes after like season three started, and I was like, Bleh. Yeah, it, um, it jumped all of the sharks. I just remember seeing uh, uh, Asia Kate Dillon in like, trailers you know, you'd watch, like, Netflix, and then every now and then there'd be, like, they'd still give you fucking commercials. Yeah. You know, I'm paying for no commercials. Yeah. And you'd be, like, you'd turn on a movie, and it's like, oh, we still have one of the new black. It's still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Please watch it. We we spent so much money. <laughs> it was so popular at the time. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Guys, uh, we're, we're really in over our heads here. <laughs> Come on, just check out some Daredevil Season 3. <laughs> you like Marvel's? Look, what's the Marvel? Look, our big moneymaker turned out to be a sex criminal. We need this. Yeah. Okay, here. Here's all the Adam <laughs> yeah. Sandler you can take. Yeah. You want to see Adam Sandler in a mystery? Here you go. We hired the fucking Coen brothers to do a thing. Please watch our stuff. For the record, that thing's pretty good. But was it Buster uh, Scruggs? Yeah. The Ballad, the Ballad of, of Buster, Buster Scruggs. Scruggs, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, my favorite, the best, like, vignette is the opening vignette yes. with Tim Blake, Blake Nelson. Blake Nelson as the singing cowboy. Oh, who's man. also so good. Who's also oh, a so good. cold-blooded murderer. Oh, man. Oh, it's so good. But otherwise, the movie's still pretty good, Yeah, too. yeah. The Tom Waits segment where he's, like, the gold miner. The prospect is oh, pretty good. Oh, so yeah. great. <laughs> I, I will die a happy man if I never see James Franco's stupid fucking face again now. Yeah. True. Like, if we could just ban all James Franco's, that'd be for the best. Sure. But let's make room for Dave Franco's because Dave Franco's are pretty great. All right, I don't know who that Married is. Married to Ellison Bree. Yeah, let's slap that son of a bitch in a Tristan and a Sold and see how I feel about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, meanwhile, yes, the adjudicator has arrived at the Continental to a judge Winston, played by Ian McShane, uh, for and I love letting how they have exactly the same introduction, no matter who they are interacting with, which is just silent stare. Slowly sliding a blue marker <laughs> across the table. Yeah, like Ugh. so. The adjudicator has been sent by the high table to uh, basically pass judgment on all the like the Continental and yeah. the Bowery and whatnot. For They're basically a, the equivalent of J.K. Simmons at the end of Burn After Reading, where yes. it's like, all right. What did we learn from all this? (laughs) (laughs) So the adjudicator tells Winston he has seven days to get his affairs in order and then he is going to vacate the Continental. He's losing the Continental. Uh, They they, they go to the the, the Bowery King and they tell them, you gave... Fucking Lawrence Fishburne. (laughs) They're like, Oh, having the time of his life. They're like, you gave him seven bullets. You gave him seven bullets, we're going to give you seven days to abdicate your throne. To which he says, I am the throne, baby! Yeah. Good he stuff. Good he stuff. gives the greatest Santa laugh ever. Oh, yeah. So good. God. But yeah, this is where he talks about how uh, a pigeons. series of pigeons are the internet. Yeah. And I love it. Oh, yeah, he's stuff. Yeah, he's like, it's the he's like it's the language of the streets. He's like, it's my internet. No IP addresses. Yeah, you can't hack it, you can't trace it, you can't break it. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, it sounds like a way superior. Fuck Tor. Get out of here, Tor browser. <laughs> yeah, no more VPNs. Pigeons, get me porn. <laughs> I love... I Bring love me all... back porn and European soccer games. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the, the adjudicator... Ooh, plus a pigeon you can train to specifically not bring you back stepsister porn. Yeah, Ooh, nice. true facts. Uh, I Good work, the, pigeon. The adjudicator is like, well, don't... Then won't they give you diseases? And he's just like, well, I wouldn't recommend eating one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, so, um, uh, uh, yeah, so John Wick now is in Casablanca. Yeah, yeah he's in Rick's American Cafe. Yeah, he's trying to get his transit papers. <laughs> yeah. And the he's... most boring plot for a movie ever, yet somehow it worked out really well in that movie. He's throwing craps. He's drinking vodkas. He's playing ooh, old-time ooh. stand-up he's, piano. He, he gets told by the police chief who's working for the Nazis that he has to shut the bar down, and he's like, I'm shocked that there's gambling going on. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, there's that part. Oh, that's my favorite part. Oh, and then he does the one where he sings the French name. National Anthem real loud. Oh, yeah. While the war was still going on and oh. France was an occupied nation. Yeah. No, this is a great oh, bit John Wick 3. <laughs> yeah. All of this is golden. <laughs> yeah, And then Holly Berry shows up and he's like, of all the gin joints. And... <laughs> I had to specifically seek passage to yeah. yours on purpose. Of all yeah. the continentals in this crazy <laughs> hitman world. Yeah. So yeah, he gets jumped by a couple of uh, fucking Moroccan assassins. Yeah, some goons. Uh, but yeah, that's when a hench goon comes out and is just like, fellas, come on. Our, important he, people want to see Mr. Wick. Yeah, the head of the Continental here has given him safe passage. One of the guys is like, no, nah, I'm going to throw a knife at him. And he gets shot for his troubles, yeah, he as does. he should. As he, well, you got rules, man. That's right. The whole point of the movie is, is that there, there are rules. rules. The whole point of the series. Yeah. Consequences. So John Wick... Uh, goes to the new Continental out in Casablanca. It's being run by Halle Berry's uh, Sophia, who is an old acquaintance of John's from way back in the day. And it turns out she's the one that gave him the marker because yeah. he had, like, spirited away her daughter to get her out of Dodge at some yes. point. Yeah, or something. Because uh, I'm assuming her daughter was in danger because her mom was an assassin. Right. Yeah. But this assassin got with her two dogs. Yeah. yeah. And two, they're uh, very good boys. Yes. Two very well-trained Belgian Malinois dogs. Uh, and uh, they... But Halle Berry gives her quick fucking Oscar for your consideration speech. Yep. Yeah. About, you know, like, I, I can't do this. If I put myself in danger, I'm putting my daughter in danger. Do you want to know where she is? No, because then I might go try to find her. I've... I know I'm in a John Wick movie. Yes. So I realized that that's not a good idea. Right, right. Yeah. And then she even quotes a, a lyric from the Marilyn Manson song that plays in the first John Wick movie. Oh, hell yeah. Which is, sometimes you have to kill the ones that you love. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, and she's like, but I'm going to help you anyway. So let's go. Yeah, yeah. she's going to help him out just as a favor. She's yes. not, not even accepting the marker. Right. So they go to see her boss. Which oh, is old the, boss. Yeah, her old boss, right. Oh my god, who is the... Because John Wick wants to have an audience with the head of the he uh, high table. The man who stands above the high table. Yeah. The, the elder. elder. Because he needs, basically, like, advice on what the fuck he's supposed to do now. He's right. looking for a special dispensation to get back in the game. Yeah, right. Or at least to get not, uh, to be, like, have a massive hit out on it. Right. right. Uh, so in order to do that, yeah, they go to Halle Berry's old boss, who is... 
just the coolest fucking character in this whole movie, I think. Yeah, yeah played very by possibly. Uh, uh, Jerome Flynn, uh, who you know is Bron from Game of Thrones. Yep, sure. Um, and he is like this Italian, like, or Eastern European kind of like playboy who brings them into his Yeah, he's got castle. fucking like white slacks and a blue blazer and he smokes cigars and he's got an open collar and oh yeah, he happens to own a foundry that presses all the gold coins. Yes! Yeah, he oh, makes so he runs cool. the mint. He makes all the coins and all the markers. That's right. He takes them to his office which is this outdoor like, like terrace, a, yeah, yeah. This terrace office, and he's like, where he's got the first gold coin and the first marker, and he makes sure to point out how expensive they were to get, right? Yeah, yeah how difficult oh, they so were to come. And they have this whole conversation about how being an assassin is in a relationship of commerce. You're basically yeah. doing things in exchange for money and or favors. Yeah. Uh, and then John Wick. I mean, Wick, like, nothing is based on money in the world of assassins. Everything is based on uh, social decorum. Right. Yeah. You give me something and I give you something. Yes. So John Wick asks to be given directions to the, the elder. elder. Yeah. And he says, oh, elder, well, that's easy. You go past the barn that used to be a flavor house. You take a left on the dirt road. A flavor house? A house of flavors. It's where they make all the confections oh. for the high schoolers. I don't have much of a sweet tooth myself, so I never pervade it. Probably why it shut down. Bad location, too. Anyway, you take a left on the dirt road. You're gonna want to take a right, but don't do it. You take a left, and if you get to the barn with a blue roof, you know you've gone too far. You gotta turn around and come back. Yeah, and then John Wick sets out across northern New Hampshire. <laughs> looking for the elder. Uh, no, they're talking about you gotta go out in the desert, you walk till you die. You gotta go to the uh... edge of the desert, you have to walk you have to follow the dog Canis that's chasing Orion. Orion. Yeah, yeah, Canis Minor, yeah. Major, you whatever. Gotta get out there and you, you fall down dead and maybe he'll pick you up, maybe he won't. That's yeah, how you get the elder. Yeah. yeah, and then they're like, all right, well, thanks for the info. And he's like, he's like whoa, 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 whoa. Were you not listening? My Literally, my whole deal is I give you something, you give me something. So he demands one of Halle Berry's dogs. She says no, so he shoots the fucking dog. Yeah, yeah. and that makes Halle Berry mad. Uh, well, that's the thing. You don't shoot a dog in a John Wick movie. It's not the good call. Yeah, it's, it's a bad idea. It's a always call. a bad idea. And he learns that the hard way when it turns out the dogs are both wearing bulletproof vests. Right? Well, the, the dog was wearing the necklace that Halle Berry gave right. him as a dog day present. And the dog was like, I don't need it. It's stupid. <laughs> but then off screen was just like, it turns out I do have a soft spot. Yeah, and the bullet was right in it. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Halle Berry was like, you do care. Yeah, don't let it get around, though. No, let's kill all these people. <laughs> yeah, and then that dog oh, starts biting henchmen in the nuts. Uh, yeah, including uh, including fucking Bron from yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Gets his dick eaten off by a dog. Yeah. yeah. Now, I thought it was fucking great in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where a dog bites the nuts of one Manson family member. Sure. Yeah. There's like 12 nuts getting oh, chopped. Oh, man. There's These so dogs much go biting. straight for nuts. <laughs> they only trained. bite your arm if you're already dead. Correct. Yeah. If you need to be held still to get the second tap of the headshot yeah, in. Yeah, then they'll hold a limb. Otherwise, it's all nuts all the time. It's great. But yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Halle Berry turns to John Wick and is just like, John Wick is like, you shouldn't have done that. And she's like, he shot my dog. 
I get that. I get yeah, it. I yeah. get it. No, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, and then what follows is a goddamn rampage oh, yeah. on the way Goodness. out. So many people get shot. It's so great. The shootout is amazing because it's Halle Berry and John Wick uh, both doing John Wick things, shooting guys in the face, uh, throwing them, shooting them, armbarring them, shooting. And while all that's happening, seen two whole movies of John Wick doing John Wick things. What makes this fight elder? What makes this fight, of all fights, so special? Two good fucking boys. Yeah! That's what it is. <laughs> These dogs just show up out of nowhere all the time. They do a boost up the wall off Holly Berry. Yeah, one of oh. them jumps up like two stories of a building. It's badass. And eats a guy's nuts. And eats a guy's so nuts. So much nuts. Oh, so many dicks got eaten. It's real good. But yeah, they fucking choreograph, shoot their way out. Uh, the one thing I'm really disappointed by... Is they go through the smelton hallway? Yeah, not Nobody a single person in. gets smelted. Yeah. yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, my feeling on that is that they probably were, for realism's sake, actually smelting metal. Yeah, <laughs> they True. couldn't find a stunt man to be like, "Yeah, put me in melting metal. I don't care. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, just jam me in there." Yeah. It's not the 60s anymore. <laughs> you can't just get a rag of laudanum afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, they get they they fight their way out, and uh, Halle Berry's Sophia takes him all the way out to the desert, and she's like, "All right, we're even now," and she marks off the marker. She says, "Now yeah, we're good." In fulfillment yeah. of the marker, we're done. And then she drinks a whole bottle of water, spits some of it back in, gives it to John, and says, "Get the." Fuck out of my life. Right. Get out of here, crazy John Wick. So he wanders the desert for a long time, I assume, until yeah, a he dies. A day or two or something. Dies. Yeah. yeah, and then he dies, and then a handy Bedouin with a camel picks him yeah. up. Yeah. And takes him out to a weird tent in the sand. Well, now, in the previous scene, they talk about the origins of the word assassin. Yeah. Do you think that this guy is meant to be like a descendant of, uh, what was it, Hasim? Hassani? Yeah. I yeah. think, it, I, I don't know, but they are going with because that guy was the old man of the mountain, of his mountain fortress. So it is like an old man in an isolated place. Right. Yeah. So they're at least like, uh, what do you call it? Ref, not referencing, but alluding. It's like, sure. uh, it's like poetry. Yeah. It rhymes. So I don't know if alluding. he's, uh, uh, thank you, George. Uh, I don't, no I don't problem. know. I don't know. Hey, I know Get Jar your flannel a... ass out wait, wait. of the podcast. <laughs> right. Just because we're doing a brief visit to Morocco. I'm just real sad and lonely, you guys. <laughs> I sold Star Wars. Well, whose fault was that, George? Uh, they they told me I could direct the first one based on my notes. Uh-huh. I had a note that was, what if more midi-chlorines... Well, George, that was the one of the things that people didn't like about the other, the prequels. Well, I just don't think that people really had a chance to understand <laughs> it. If we go real deep into the into the micro world and see what those characters are up to, the micro world yeah. characters, yeah, you know, like the bed lice. Are you, or are you talking about like a, a Star Wars movie that stars the Micronauts? <laughs> Deeper than that. Deeper than that? <laughs> so like like Ant-Man in the microverse side of thing? Well, what you have to understand is that we're all just on the wills. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. And that, what does that mean? Can I stay here? No. No, get out. No. I desperately need human contact. No. I can't believe that's true, George Lucas. Yeah. Go call I've Steven isolated Spielberg. myself in a get tower out of, of success. Go build your dumb museum somewhere that isn't on my lakefront. <laughs> I tried to. No, we didn't want it. You sucked. 
<laughs> We'd rather have a parking lot and some overgrown grass than your dumb museum. <laughs> uh, that's that's where Patrick and I are have dissenting opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of here with that thing. All right. Uh, anyone interested in Howard the Duck? No. no. Okay. All right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I am real fucking bummed about that museum not getting built. Yeah, same here. Same Especially here. because he was going to foot the entire bill himself. Right. Yeah. The city was going to pay no money for it. Nope. It would have only served as a job creating building. Yeah. It is the only time in human history that a giant real estate project for the city would have actually been a net positive for the city. Yep. Oh. Oof. Plus, we've gotten to see some cool fucking Norman Rockwell paintings. Yeah! And some Star Wars stuff. Yeah, okay! Yeah. Alright! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! So, uh, yeah. so meanwhile, meanwhile. Uh, the adjudicator meets up with uh, uh, an assassin who runs a little sushi shack named Zero, played by erstwhile Iron Chef America oh, yeah. chairman Mark DeCascos. Oh, fuck yeah! Uh, and the adjudicator... American treasure, Mark yep. DeCascos. Goddamn right. And the adjudicator tells... He makes a little bit of sushi. Yeah, he makes like a little food. sushi sandwich. He makes a little sushi feeds it to a kitty cat. Which is like, that's gotta be annoying for anyone that wants to actually talk to him. Because before you can, you gotta eat his sushi. It's like his stupid little side hobby that he's real obsessed yeah. with. Like the guy from work where you're like, oh man, yeah, I'd love to get the tickets to that fucking sports game, I guess. Oh, yeah, you just got to come over. I'll show you my trains. Uh, uh, I mean, I already said yes, but like, ooh, I'm in a real hurry. Yeah. <laughs> nice trains, both ranks. <laughs> what I love is uh, when they get to Zero's place, Zero has, he's putting on this like very thick, stereotypical Japanese accent. Yeah. And then when the adjudicator is like, I'm the adjudicator, I need you to kill somebody, he's like, Ooh, okay, all right. I'm yep. interested. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> but he just drops this accent that he has for no reason. Yeah. Uh, lest anyone realize that one person wasn't an assassin. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what Mark DeCascos actually is ethnically, but I don't think Please he's ever played Hawaiian? it. Because he plays all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Sure, Do you well, need an Asian? Mark the Cascos. Do you need an American Indian? Mark the Cascos. Yeah. Do well, you, you need a person from... Uh, you a can't family? hire Sicilians anymore. No. Right. right. <laughs> Vaguely Latinx? Get Mark the Cascos. He'll do it. Uh, he is... Uh, he's from Hawaii. His uh, uh, father is Chinese, Filipino, and Spanish. His mother is Irish and Japanese. Wow. So he is all of humanity. <laughs> Holy crap. I didn't realize when I was making that joke he had rights. No, yeah, he is pure distilled human. <laughs> yeah, which explains why he kicks so good. Yeah. yeah, because it's at this point of the movie that the movie has been operating at like a B plus, A minus territory for most of its runtime. Right. But this is where the movie introduces stealth samurai assassins? Fucking ninjas, they call them. Yes. yes. Fucking coming out of dark oh, places. Oh, so good. You don't see them, then they're stabbing you ninjas. They are specifically... They, all, they operate like raptors. They all hunt in pairs. Yeah, yes. and they'll just show up and sword the fuck out of you. And they go they go to uh, uh, and kill all the people like in the Bowery King's place. Right. They yeah. kill all and, the people uh, in the Roma's place. Yeah. Well, they kill everybody in the Roma's place, and uh, the fucking woman there is just like, all right, I 
I bend the knee. I'm back under. The, I'll be back under the graces of the high table. I have. I have served. I will be of service. Man. So they're like, all right, we'll put your hands together in penance, and we'll take out your blood. And they just fucking stab both of her hands with a oh. goddamn sword. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. But Larry Fishy, he ain't having. None of that. Uh-uh. Yeah, so he gets the seven cuts. Yeah, since he gave John Wick seven bullets, he'll get his penance in seven cuts. And the seven cuts he hits are seven straight up massive sword slices to his face and body. Yeah. Oh yeah, he drops. I I thought he was dead. Yeah, same here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, John, you'll be happy to know that Zero's henchmen are credited in the credits as Shinobis. Nice, Ooh, right? Shinobis. Oh, that's real good. Yeah, it I like is. That. They all know the Onimari touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to John Wick in the desert. Yeah. And desert adventures. John Wick yeah. has met the Elder, the man who sits above the high castle, who I'm not sure if we're meant to believe he is like an immortal assassin god or it's an elected position because he's definitely 20 years younger than John Wick. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, is that character supposed to be a descendant of Hasim? I'm assuming... Like, the line of assassin. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He's not in the right place. Like, a lot of things, they just kind of, like, say, this is a thing and let you fill in the blanks right. until the next one comes yeah. out. My guess is that he's that guy that shot Gaddafi on that truck hood, <laughs> and that's when they made him the elder. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. Pretty good. Yeah. I saw that on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy became the elder. Yeah, back when you could put faces of death footage on YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, in fairness, it was Gaddafi, the guy who... <laughs> Literally would have stadiums full of people killed. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, he wasn't a nice guy. No. Sure. And he probably blew up that airplane. Sure. Probably shouldn't have left such a big power vacuum, though. Oh, yeah, no, it was a terrible idea. But, uh... But, whatever. We're never gonna pay for that mistake, right? (laughs) Whistle nonchalantly. (laughs) Right, knocking on wood, knocking on wood. Everything's perfectly fine. Right? right? Oh, yeah, tensions are at an all-time low. Yeah, and Libya has just been a story of success post-Gaddafi. <laughs> oh, yeah, plenty of money for everyone. Yeah. No bank runs or currency shortages to speak of. Or bands of warring gangs <laughs> roaming the streets. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Good work, team. Anyway, back to the Elder. He's got like a tent and carpets and shit. It looks nice where he is. It's very nice, very cool. Yeah, he's got like a traveling caravan. Yeah, so John Wick basically says, I'm here to make amends. What can I do? And he said, you got out. Now you're back. You have to... Like, what are you what are you living for? And he's like, I'm living to keep the memory of my wife and my love alive in this world. And he's like, then... If that's the case, your payment to get back in the good graces of the assassins is going to be your ring, your wedding ring. Yeah, he says specifically, give me your weakness. Yeah. Yeah. And then John Wick uh, takes a chisel and smashes his fucking finger off. And yeah. gives the dude his wedding band. And yeah. then gets it his fucking finger carterized. Yeah, by a yeah. hot metal disc so on a stick. this is twice that he's been branded by something. Yeah. yeah. In this one movie. But yeah, now he uh, he's, given, then, yeah, no, he's given a mission yeah, to get back in the good graces. A fancy new suit with a black shirt this time instead of a white shirt. So yes. he doesn't well, get confused with shirt. the Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, he's true. Been, and now his mission is to kill Winston. Because Winston is refusing to give up power in of the, the continent. Yes. Yeah. So John Wick 
takes a train back from Casablanca to All the way to York. Manhattan, yeah. baby. He got on the midnight train going anywhere. And it turns out if you just name a place, they're like, yeah, that's that doesn't interfere with our plans. We were going anywhere. Oh, oh man. Is it like I the fucking, magic school bus? I right. hope that when they all pass away, the band members of Journey have like a ghost train to anywhere. Yeah. That'd be awesome as shit. If you can get into the defunct Washington Red Line stop <laughs> after midnight... Just at the right time. And Steve oh. Perry still won't be invited. No. <laughs> it's still going to be Here's the new the guy. Yeah. There is a terrific comic book series written by Grant Morrison called The Seven Soldiers of Victory, which is like a remixing of an old Seven Soldiers comic. But of interest is the Guardian of New York, who has to fight underground subway pirates. <laughs> yeah. It's the coolest. Nice. They have trains instead of boats, and they just ride the rails. That's awesome. See, that's the Peter Pan movie we need. Right? A stupid underground, on-trains Peter Pan movie. Hell yeah. But with Morlocks or something. Yeah. The captain of one of the trains is drawn to look like Grant Morrison, and the captain of the other train is a big-bearded Alan Moore guy. Oh, nice. It's great. Good for them. Yeah. Alan Moore guy has two hook hands. Oh. <laughs> oh, it must make it so hard to do all that sex magic. <laughs> hey, not as hard as you think. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the hook hands. Uh, I just feel like it would limit the sex foreplay. Well, well it does. It does put a cap on his uh, blood sugar, but sure. his sex magic is perfectly fine. He's got silicone attachments. Oh, gotcha. True. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the he's like the bad guy from uh, Enter the Dragon. He's just got a museum of sex hands. Right. Of <laughs> sex hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Takes them off. Some of them vibrate. It's pretty rad. Oh yeah. You got like the French tickler nah. hand. Nah, yeah. The uh, the rib for her pleasure hand. Yeah. You know. I got gotcha. you. The ones. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets back to Manhattan, and it's time to go kill Winston. Yeah, he's beset by a couple of rogue assassins who are still trying to collect on the contract. So the contract is still open. Yeah, it's very specific. Yeah. It's open until he kills until Winston. Kill Winston. Yeah. But yeah, so he's got two assassins that unfurl their coats to reveal their weapons, only to be beset by Shinobi! That's yeah. right! <laughs> Murdered right there in fucking Grand Central Station and dropped and people don't even care. Because the goddamn chairman is just like, nah, I'm the only one that gets to kill you, John Wick. Yeah, yeah. and he's Mark Dukaskis. And one of his fucking goons is that awesome guy who was a bad guy in the raid that's right and also part of conjure club yeah so uh john wick uh and zero are about to have their big confrontation in the middle of grand central station when they're interrupted Fucking by kids. a field trip yep. yep kids ruining everything and this is where zero says this is why you're special i wouldn't have stopped i'm just like i you just mowing over fucking kids' classes? No, there's, there's two possibilities. There's either him doing the Simpsons bit of, I'm going to be waving around my knife. Yeah. If you get cut, it's your fault. Or he's just going to fucking bump into a kid. Yeah. He's well, going to break the chain go, oh, and stab a guy. Sorry. Excuse me. Well, as we come to find out later, Zero is like a John Wick fanboy. And I feel like he's just saying that to John to look cool. He just so wants John to break the ice. Him. Yeah, yeah. He just wants to break the ice with John Wick. Uh, there's like a little scene where they have like a little con- like conversation and th- his 
shinobi goons keep disappearing behind groups of people and reappearing behind other people, but then John Wick does it, and the next thing we know, John Wick is running out of a back door of the train station and jump-kicking guys off of motorcycles. Yeah, buddy. And now we got our fucking motorcycle fight. Yeah, like six or eight guys with uh, short swords chasing John Wick on motorcycles. Yeah, down a bridge that's out. And they go all the way down that bridge. John Wick... At one point, stabs. There's two guys on a motorcycle. He stabs through both of them. One of the guy's hands gets caught in the wheel, and, and the whole over. thing flips over. It's, oh, it's a good rad one. as it's fuck. A good it's one. very good. Stabbed yeah. in the head, stabbed in the neck, kicked, punched. It's awesome. All sorts of stuff. But yeah, stabbed. John Wick leads them on a merry chase to the very continental. That's right. Uh, and um, he just and fucking it's just jumps. him and Zero, yeah. He fucking Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer just jumps off his motorcycle. Uh, gets to the steps, put his hands on it like it's fucking tag in a, a Yeah, a he's on game. base. Yeah, he's he got base. to base. He can't be he And can't the concierge comes out and says, put the gun away, Zero. He's on continental ground. And yeah. he's just like, but he's been excommunicated. And he's like, yeah, but he's still on continental. And so. you can't kill people in the continental. Right. So they go in, and he's like, have a seat. We'll wait for, yeah. for Winston. The, uh, Zero Wick, sits way too close to John Wick. Way too close to Like, him. on him, basically. Yeah. John Wick moves over, and this is where Zero's like, oh my god, I'm such a big fan. You haven't disappointed me. This is so great. We're the same. And John Wick is like, we are not the same. Yeah. We are not And that all. makes that makes... Zero very upset that John Wick won't acknowledge that they are both, you know, uh, like dealers of death. In yeah. fact, when John Wick is taken away to go meet Winston, he stands up and in Japanese yells, We are both masters of death. death. Yeah. And John Wick's response is telling his dog to sit and stay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And this is where it turns into that fucking Fred Durst movie starring John Travolta about the fan that gets disappointed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And becomes a crazy stalker. The one where John Travolta says he has to poo. Yeah, correct. Oh, there's also another great line uh, that I saw online of this, because I'm not going to watch the whole thing. Why would I? It's directed by Fred Durst. Sure. Uh, But John Travolta has the Fred Durst analog at gunpoint and is just like, I'm a big fan of Bigfoot. You know why? Because Bigfoot's the first of the cryptozoology creatures. I want to be the first at something. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. So back to John Wick. (laughs) So John Wick is taken to Winston and Winston's like, look, I'm not giving up the Continental. And I know you're here to kill me, but what if we did an old fashioned team up? What is this, a crossover episode, Mr. John Wick? And Winston, together again, will fight off the high table. Yeah, because he's like, you're going to die, no matter what. Do you want to die as a man, or do you want to die in the service of the high table? And John Wick is like, man, please. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the adjudicator comes back and she's like, see, or they're like, you're not going to, you're not going to do this, are you? And they're like, yeah. And then she calls in two buses of goons. Yep. Yeah, they the, the well, they go to her hotel room and it's just like, if you want to have a meeting with me, I'll be in room two seventeen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The adjudicator calls in uh, like new and improved goons. goons. Yeah. Armored goons. <laughs> Armored goons. Uh, uh, and Lance Reddick, Charon, the concierge, 
Even tells John Wick, he's like, you're going to need a better gun than the gun you have. Take this other gun. And then when John Wick uses that other gun, it still doesn't do anything. It still doesn't do much. No. And, well, because no matter what, it's still a 9mm, so it's going to have a hard time getting through right. armor. Yeah. So yeah, John yeah. Wick takes a couple John of... Wick discovers that the fatal flaw in the armor of the goons is that their necks ain't got no armor. Yeah, and you yeah. can pop open their face mask oh, and shoot, shoot them, them in the, the face neck. mask, too. Yeah. So yeah, they're like the, they're like the fucking... Spiky Goomba or the the Spiky Koopas in Super Mario World, where you got to do a, like a heavy stomp to yes. get them to flip over, and then yeah, you can jump on them. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, he eats a fire flower. By which I mean, they decide to trade in their pistols and automatic yeah, weapons no. for assault shotties. Oh, it's a great like so it's a great like John Wick pistol fight scene. Except all the goons just have bullets bouncing off of them all, and the they time. just keep getting up, like and keep, they getting, just keep knocked getting down up, and yeah. getting up, and it's like exhausting. So like. At a certain point, John Wick and Lance Reddick both just roll back down to the safe where Winston is and get huge combat shotguns. <laughs> oh, yeah. just in like frustrated exhaustion. And the first guy that gets shot with one of these shotguns, literally half his head disappears. So, so this is my is, favorite part of the shotguns. Yeah, it is head explosions from here on. Because yeah. one of the best parts about John Wick are all the headshots and the people's heads whipping back and forth and the blood going out. This one, half of heads are vaporized all all the time. Yeah, the oh. uh, during the carnage, the adjudicator calls up Winston and is just like, we can do this all night. And then Winston just hangs up the phone. Yes, while John Wick continues to massacre goons <laughs> with shotguns, blowing them through their face, through their chest, just whole heads and limbs disappearing. Uh, but eventually he makes his way to the Hall of Curio Cabinets. Yeah, this is the uh, administrative offices that we saw earlier. It's just a room of, like, mirrors and pedestals with crystal skulls and other yeah, glass and case of, uh, fan, fan of uh, Dan Aykroyd's vodka. Yes. Yeah. He keeps every bottle after he drinks it because you can't throw it away. It's a cool skull. It's a nice bottle. Yeah. Right? Some of it's definitely glass. Other things are plexiglass? Yes. Some of it or is like, bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. like and later, bulletproof gas. But then the like, swords are hitting it too, so it's like more than that. Yeah, it's like super tempered or yeah. something like that. Well, that's the thing. Like, if a bullet isn't going to stop it, you can't swing a sword faster than a bullet gets shot. Yeah, but it's got like a bigger impact thing and more weight to it. Than a bullet? Yeah. At I mean, terminal velocity? <laughs> I don't think so, dude. I don't know, man. You get that much weight. I don't know. <laughs> Let's run some tests. Let's oh, run right? some tests. Yeah, let's call fucking Jamie from Mythbusters. Yeah, let's get some big sheets of glass and we'll shoot them and hit them with stuff. All right. Uh, well, well, let me just uh, we'll go to the dollar store in Elgin that still sells martial weapons. <laughs> It'll yeah. be great. Uh, that's where I bought all my swords from. <laughs> the bummer thing was they weren't a dollar. Oh yeah, no. Paid fifteen dollars for two swords. Mm, made out of really, really well compressed aluminum foil. Uh, yeah, that's probably Pretty about much, right. Yeah. The minute that that you hit them into each other, the metal just cracks. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's so don't that, do that. Not that kind of thing. Because flashbacks to home movies of Coach McGurk, why did you buy all these swords? <laughs> you would never understand. I'm very lonely. I you're very lonely, so you bought a bunch of swords? Yeah, actually, that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, so Look, these swords are worth way more than these groceries. Uh, in high school, a buddy of mine bought 
two fencing foils at a uh, flea market. Sure. Two like old rusty fencing, fencing foils. Ooh, nice. And we took the handguards off of them, like oh you know, the round handguards yeah, off sure. of them. And so it was just like a handle and then the rusty stick. Yeah. Uh, and then we like did lightsaber fights with them. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I was cut poked <laughs> and jabbed with a rusty old unclean hey man as long as you got that tetanus shot you're invincible you know it buddy <laughs> so much rust oh, yeah. the tetanus shot is like the star in mario <laughs> you can't be beat i mean by rust yeah by rust i stepped on a nail once when i was in a scene Ooh, shop in I high stepped school on a nail too man. i've also stepped on a nail i called the doctor and like i stepped on a nail and they're like are you bleeding and i'm like well not really and they were like well you got your tetanus shot get the hell off the phone so <laughs> <laughs> like, this is awesome tetanus shots forever uh, yeah, I got. I stepped on that's a nail. The self for sure. <laughs> and then at a sleepover when I was like in elementary school, a, that that like couch bed. Oh thing. yeah, a couch bed. Yeah, yeah. I, I was standing on one of the like metal gear things. Oh Jesus! It, Don't you know it's an Iron Maiden under yeah. a couch bed? <laughs> well, they folded the bed up and it just crunched all of my toes. Oh. You still got them toes? Oh. Still got them fucking toes? And you want to know why? Tetanus shot. Yeah. Fuck yeah, buddy. Yep. Uh, Weirdly, you can get it from like something else, just like out in the world, like dirty water or the soil or something. What, a tetanus shot? Nah, tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> just eat a fistful of dirt. You don't need to go to the doctor. No, 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 no not the shot. You can actually get it. You Random can't. animals with <laughs> syringes poking you. Yeah, just hitting you. It's true, though. It's exactly like that. You don't. Hey, need... you throwing up a badger? Stab! <laughs> you just got a tetanus shot, hey. hey! Thanks, badger. <laughs> Can you point out the badger what stabbed you? Nah, he was wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. Uh, so John Wick uh gets to the min- the first mini boss fight as John is Wick the Shinobi. Yeah, it's two John Wick versus two of the Shinobi goons. Uh, their opening move is to repeatedly throw John Wick through glass columns with crystal skulls. Holy yeah. crap. Do they just beat the living hell out of him? Well, and of gla- there's so much glass oh. that breaks in this last scene. Yikes. He's going to be picking glass out of his life forever. Years down the line, he's going to like pee, and glass is going to come out when he pees. Uh. And he's going to be like, oh, oh, again. From the glass fight. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep like not killing him like these guys get the best of John Wick and then they just like make wisecracks about it <laughs> yeah they let him up well these these first mini bosses are pretty efficient but they're just not quite a match for, for John yes. yeah. he gets him stabby stabbed uh, and then he goes up to the second level for his leveled up boss fight well no let's let's he, he's fighting the crap out of these guys and eventually suplexes one of them through a glass this is that's panel. the second group of guys oh yeah oh, we're not the, getting the, the red second, guys well the second group of guys these are the ones they, oh yeah like, you're right the glass them. guys are different guys yeah the yeah. glass guys like they don't have any real moves except for throwing you through glass through glass and they had the swords out yeah but now yeah. we've got star of the raid and yeah. other guy who i'm sure is very good yes yeah yeah, uh, yeah, doing some fights and just basically like with like short knives. Yeah, yeah, well, they initially both have short swords and they fight for a little bit, and then John Wick gets knocked down. They help him up. 
Yeah. And they're yeah. saying it's an honor to fight you. They put their short swords down and then pull out even shorter knives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then go at it some more. And it's a great fight. It's a fantastic fight. Yeah. John Wick eventually uses his belt as a fucking whip and oh, or yeah. like shield. And binding and stuff. Yep. It's great. And it's at this point that he takes both of them and suplexes one through the glass. Uh, yeah, through the painted glass. Yeah. They drop all the way down. Yeah. And then like, he gives them the mankind a hell in the cell. Yeah, oh, right? God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God, that glass had children. He and killed them. He killed them. <laughs> I was really curious because, like, they kept letting him live, and I thought that was a weird, like, movie trope thing, but then he lets them live. Yes. He's like, all right, guys, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, so that's if you that... show him respect, he'll show you the same respect yes. back. Right. So that's something that John Wick has done. Because fucking, uh, he does it, it to Ruby Common. Rose? Well, he does it to Ruby Rose and Common yeah. in John Wick 2. Uh, well, he doesn't do it to, he says, be seeing you to Common. And then he says, be seeing you. Like, that's his thing. When he be says, seeing you. be seeing you, that means I'm letting you live yeah. and I might see you again. But that also means if I see you again, I'll fucking kill you. Probably. Because I am John Wick. Yeah. I mean, if you start shit. Yeah. I mean, if you're just like having a sandwich. Then you're fine. Yeah. And it's like a casual, unless, like, Unless hey, it's buddy. a bad sandwich. Yeah. No, that's your problem. Like if you're eating, if you're eating like some sort of horse shit like veggie sandwich, oh, fuck yeah. you, John Wick's gonna kill you. Yeah, <laughs> no, a bunch of roasted zucchini on bread. Nah, John Wick's gotta. Yeah, kill you. no, 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 Ooh, no. But no. what about a good caprese? A caprese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I All mean, right. if you got some cheese on there, That's I'm okay. Fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Let it ride. Some, oh like, shit, I want to go to India and try that paneer burger that they got up at McDonald's. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, grilled paneer. Mm. Is that what's on like the? That's bun? what the mm. burger is made of—a big block of fried cheese and then it's got a, a bun? grilled cheese. And then on a bun. Okay, so here's what I need. I need two. You need the double down equivalent of the paneer burger. Yeah. Well, I need two I need... paneer pa- two paneer buns yes. with a double cheeseburger <laughs> with a, in the yes, middle. There you go. Yeah. No, the paneers on the buns, but the cheeseburgers are not made cheese by the paneer. They still have American cheese Correct. slices. <laughs> it goes paneer slab American burger American burger American paneer yes yeah oh so you want it animal style no because no. animal style means it's got like sauce on it. i don't want yeah, any yeah sauce. no he doesn't yeah, want the burger fried in mustard no that's not the plan i don't want any of that shit don't ever put sauce on my fucking burger unless i ask for it don't put lettuce on my burger don't put tomatoes on it or pickles or yeah. anything i don't want a wet fucking burger you know what don't put a egg on my burger <laughs> I, you know, I like an egg on a burger every now and then. It's just a little messy. You br- I was going to say, you, as soon as you fucking break that yolk. Oh, yeah, it's bad news. Yeah, but here's the mess town. But here's the Population, you and your burger. You pop that yolk right out the top, dump all the yolk on the floor, then you just get to eat the burger with the nice egg in it. But when you get to the burger as nice and small, you start dipping it in that mm, fucking egg goo. Yeah. Yeah, or yolk, or whatever it's called. Yolk. <laughs> yolk. Just... I'm an adult. I know grown up word now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So fucking John Wick is about to fight uh, Chairman from yeah, Iron Chef America. America. It's time for the big one. Uh, it, it's a really great fight. Uh, initially, Zero uh, gets the best of John Wick, and he's really taunting him, and he really wants John Wick to see that they are both the same. Right, he's and trying to really prove something. Yes. Uh, but well, if, it's like if you like meet like uh, fucking, I don't know, if you meet Tom Waits out in public, and you're just like, Hey man, I really like your work. Uh, you know, I'm a musician too. Like, shut up. No, you're not. Stop. Yeah, it. yeah no. if you do that to Tom Waits, he will take a sword and poke <laughs> you in the throat with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's gonna be like, hey, 
don't fucking talk to me like that. I'm Tom, Tom Waits. I think it's funny. This is how Tom Waits talks. I think it's, yeah. well, it's uh, actually, yeah. <coughs> like the fucking rock biter. Also, if I ever meet Tom Waits, I'm going to show him my sweet, sweet cheese grater on a trash can lid moves. Yeah. That guy <laughs> loves found music sounds. Well, yeah, because he's basically, uh, he was raised in the attic of an abandoned quickie mart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna he had show only him only wolves for company. I'm gonna show him my bent stick with one piece of string in between it. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, and my go. jug. Yeah. Tom Waits, come join our band. <laughs> the Tom Waits Jug Band. Yeah. Hey, I've got Tom Waits. I can't enjoy your band. <laughs> All right, but we're we're looking for more of like an upbeat kind of a sound. I could do upbeat. All right, let's hear it. All right, mm, uh, let me clear my throat. Mm. Let me clear my throat. Do, 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 do. I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> yeah! Walking on sunshine. See, I'm a beat. I can do that. God, I do fucking love, <laughs> Mr. Waits, your confrontationally bad theme song to that season of The Wire. Oh, where my God. you were just daring people to listen to yeah. it. Oh, sure. Yeah, dude. Who would have walked out there? Who would have walked out there? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. It's one of my 30 favorite songs I like to sing. (laughs) (laughs) I do fucking love your performance in Jim Jarmusch's Coffee and Cigarettes, where it's uh, you and Iggy Pop. Yeah. You know me and Iggy Pop, we wrote a song together. (laughs) Oh, man. You want to hear it? (laughs) Yes, please. Okay. Here it goes. (laughs) I like big butts of cannabis. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Mr. Waits. I believe I don't that, think you uh, read that. I believe Sir uh, MMB Mixalot actually wrote the lyrics to that song. You're right. I was just joking. I wrote this one. This here's a jam for all the fellas trying to do what those sure. ladies tell uh, us. You've done Bust a Move. <laughs> oh, oh, I did it again. again oh, no. that's... Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, pop. Hip. Hop, hip it to the hip, hip hop. Uh, you're you're doing some kind of a rapping grandmother routine. <laughs> what I'm impressed by is that this Tom Waits is like part uh, it's cooking part monster and like and like uh, fucking and, and part Randy Savage. Randy Savage. It's Randy yeah. Savage and Cookie Monster came together. Have you ever, ever seen my my tag partner Macho <laughs> Man Randy Savage? <laughs> oh yeah, it's me, Tom Waits. Partner, macho man Randy Savage. Ooh, Tom, good to see you. It's been a while. I've been dead for so long. Oh, hey, man. macho man, good to see you. You want to sing a duet? Ooh, you know it. All right, here we go. Don't go breaking my heart. Ooh, I couldn't find trade. Nancy. What I like oh, no, is man. that... You oh. alone kept changing positions. Yeah, we've got to get it right, though. That's oh. so I can sell it to you, oh. the people. Oh, I need the whole song one manned by Mark as Randy Savage don't, and Tom Waits. I don't have enough lung to do it. <laughs> you probably don't have enough vocal cord either. Oh. So anyways, John Wick and Zero fight. Eventually, John Wick does get the best of Zero. Uh, stabs him through the chest. There's a brief moment where Zero says, Hey, John, it was a pretty good fight, wasn't it? Yeah. And this is where John Wick does show a little compassion. Cuts where he's just like, slack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was. Yeah, but I'd have to pause. But he definitely pauses like, 
Yeah, it yeah, was. It was. Exactly. He was he was contemplating how yeah. gracious he He's wanted to be. He's being nice to Zero. Exactly. Right. And then Zero's like, "Well, don't worry about me. Just give me a minute. I'm just gonna catch my breath, and then, and then we'll I'll then I'll it. catch up to you, Johnny." No, you won't. No, you right. Won't. He's he pointedly does not say, "Be seeing you." Correct. Because yeah. then Zero dies. Zero dies. Because then Zero dies. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, Winston has cut a deal with the adjudicator, where it's basically, "Look, I." Give me back my hotel. Yeah, the adjudicator's just like, that was just wave one. We've got endless resources. We can take the Continental. Uh, to which Winston says, like, yeah, but I have more allegiances than just the Continental. Like, everybody who's below me is loyal to me, yeah, not and then the high table. The adjudicator says, we're high table. And he says... Well, we're New York City. Yeah, yeah, you mess with one of us. You mess with all of us. You hear that, Green Goblin? I'm going to throw this can I brought from home at you. Oh, no. Cans. My one weakness. Everyone throw your empty bean cans at the Green <laughs> Goblin. <laughs> Let's oh, help no. out the Spidermans. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what happens at the end of that movie. Look, it was like a week after 9-11. We needed that. Oh, I just man. love the idea of a bunch of New Yorkers on a bridge and each one has one piece of garbage <laughs> to throw at the Green Goblin. Buddy, you ever been on the fucking New York Metro? New York is garbage. You don't <laughs> need to bring the garbage with you. That's you right. Just you pick just pick it up and toss you it. You just chisel it out of the street. <laughs> right. The street is just condensed like biomass and garbage. Absolutely. It's all just like old petrified like pigeon bodies yeah. and Dorito bags. A new life form that sprang from congealed cigarette butts. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So, so the adjudicator basically says you can keep the Continental, but you have to kill John Wick as penance. Yes. Right. And Winston says, okay, and shoots John Wick off the side of the building. Yeah, John Wick is wearing, like, basically an armored... Like a bulletproof suit. Yeah, yeah. bulletproof suit. Yeah, he falls off the building, hits, like, a sheet metal awning. Ooh, it's real Slides painful. down, bounces off of a fucking metal fire, fire escape, escape, and then lands hard on concrete. Yes, and it's at this point in the movie where it's like, oh, Winston clearly had, like... Surely they didn't just kill John Wick, so it must be some well, kind sure, of setup. Exactly. Like, surely this was a way for Winston. Winston didn't, like, knew that John Wick wasn't going to die. Right. And yeah, it's all going to be Get cool. him off. Uh, adjudicator checks out of the hotel, uh, leaves a nice tip, presumably. Yes. Presumably. Because they made a terrible mess. Yes, right. but then comes right back. And like, because they do the one thing you wish everyone would do in a horror movie of like, let me just take two seconds to make super sure that there is a John Wick corpse in the alley. Yep. And there's not. Yes, just like Michael Myers at the end of Halloween. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> John Wick runs away. Well, oh. he did not run away. He's spirited away by the TikTok, the TikTok man, man. Oh. in a shopping cart. Uh, but yeah, the adjudicator. carpet in front of Lawrence Frischberg. The adjudicator talks to Winston, basically saying, look. You gotta figure out this John Wick problem, or you'll get it from above at the high table and below from whoever John Wick gets on his side. Yes. He's like, well, I guess we're doing John Wick 4. Yeah. Yep, as soon as they're done shooting Matrix 4. John Wick gets dumped in front of Lawrence Fishburne. We get a pretty great Lawrence Fishburne monologue. His face is all scarred up. That ends with, I'm real pissed off, John. Are you pissed off? And a bloody, bloody Keanu Reeves looks up and says, Yeah. Cut. Yeah. Done. It's such a good speech. I, love, I My personal favorite line is, Seven cuts, John. But they need to learn, when you cut a king, you better cut to the quick. 
I think my favorite part of that scene is when he tells John, who's like crumpled in a ball, raise your hand if you understand me, John. And he raises his hand, he's missing that finger. He's like, oh, they took a finger from you, huh? And then he's tough luck. And then he starts laughing, and then John Wick's hand comes down, and then comes back up with the middle finger. Flicking him off, yeah. (laughs) It's so good. So yeah, presumably the next John Wick is fucking John Wick in the Bowery's starting up a fucking ground war. Yes, yeah. It's it's the reunited Keanu Fishburne fight to the death. It's gonna be it's John Wick Chapter Four, Gangs of New York. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Except this time, uh, no. Cameron Diaz around to like be the the pickpocket. Yeah, no, no, no. If you take Cameron Diaz and uh, fucking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, two actors who in other things are very good, but in Gangs of New York are noticeably terrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad. And like their characters serve no purpose other than to look at Daniel Day Lewis and say. That character looks scary. But he does. Don't cross that character. He's real scary. Yeah, we know. Our first tip-off was that he's being played by Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, and And his name is Butcher Bill. (laughs) Yeah, well, the first thing he does in the movie is kill Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who, by the way, plays a priest who fights with a sword made out of a fucking cross. Yeah, yeah it does. Again, there's so much good in that movie, but you cut an hour out of it. Yeah. And it's great. And Brendan, what's, uh, Brendan Gleeson? Brendan Gleeson is like the... With the shillelagh. Who's got the big fucking, yeah, shillelagh yeah. club. Yeah. He's got the shillelagh with the notches in it and the leather strap in case he drops it. Yeah. And there, I mean, yeah, if you cut the whole, like, Tammany Hall subplot from that movie... It's actually yeah. could work, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Scorsese was getting high on his own supply. I, I mean, know. that was his dream project, and the yeah. only person who would give him the money for it was, unfortunately, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, we could just forget about that movie yeah, and move on. The best. So, yeah. anyways, John Wick... Chapter 3, Parabellum. Credits. We'll be right back with the bullet points. Pew pew! Bullet points! And our very first bullet point is Best Kill. Best Kill! John, what do you think the best kill of John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum is? Oh, we are spoiled for choice. Oh, yes. Right? Uh, Yeah, this is like having a fucking Mandarin-style buffet. Yes. I have no idea what to start with. Uh, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it's not the flashiest, but it's my personal favorite. It's when the shinobi are attacking the fucking ballet theater at about the midpoint of the movie. Uh, specifically the guy who's patrolling the fucking box seating in the mezzanine. Yes. Because one guy just flips from the uh, the upper seats and another guy, like, rolls in from below him so that they can cut both his legs and his throat at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> and then they just keep walking. Right. Yes. Yeah, the Shinobi have a couple of really good kills during their murder montage. They do. Yeah. Patrick, best kill? Uh, I'm going to go for an early one in the uh, in the hall, in the weird like antique store thing. Uh, at, at the very end of the fight, one of the guys uh, that was trying to kill John Wick is like pulling the knives out. And he's like, thinks maybe the fight's over. And John Wick notices he's still alive. And he takes one of the hatchets and like overhead two-handed bar throwing style. Just fucking <laughs> yeah. chucks it and nails him right in the skull. Oh. And there's no cut either. You see him throw it and then you see it hit. Like it's great. Embedded in his skull. Oh man, and it's, it's one shot and it's beautiful. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Mark, best kill. 
Uh, I gotta go with a uh, guy who gets kicked in the face to death by horse. Yeah. Oh, the horse kills are great. Because the first guy who get like, there's the second guy who gets kicked twice, and, like, he gets it bad, but, like, the first guy who gets kicked by the horse takes two full horse feet to the face, and you see his face collapse in on itself yeah. like an old star being done with existing. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Awesome. It's like fucking Starkiller base just imploding in on itself. Yeah, it's used up all its energy and usefulness to the plot, and therefore it can now implode. Buddy, hey, it was a much bigger Death Star. (laughs) That thing could blow up four planets. Whoa. Wait, wait, not, not, not whoa. That wasn't what I was thinking of. This is what it was. Right, yeah. Well, don't worry. They top themselves in Rise of Skywalker with a whole fleet of ships that can blow up a planet. God damn it. Let's not. Not now. (laughs) Wow. We'll get there. God, I hope not. March is just around the corner. I hope it never comes out. (laughs) That's a lot of planet blower uppers. Right? You'd think it would raise the stakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not so much. Weird. (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> moving on to our next bullet point, body count. Body counts. Patrick, what do you think the body <laughs> count fucking Christ. of John Wick Chapter 3 uh, Parabellum is? A million? Oh. No, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with 112. Ooh, okay, alright. In the triple dig. John, body count. I'm gonna go 97. Whoa, going conservative here. Okay, interesting enough. The answer, Patrick, you win. We played Price is Right rules. Whoever got close without going over, 164. Fuck. That's only one short of a million. That's that's correct. Should have stuck with my first guess. Patrick, I'm terrified that that you own a home and pay taxes. Condo. Condo. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, it's not home. <laughs> yeah, you can just fucking board it up and leave when you're done, right? Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Disposable? Yeah. Yeah. Just set it on fire and leave? Yeah, just yeah. walk right out of there. Just as long as you put a sign on it that says, says abandoned, abandoned you're abandoned, good. Yeah. Well, go ahead and do that because I'm going to use my squatter's rights. Nice. Yeah. I have yet to exercise them. God, my, my all-time favorite uh, Simpsons auto line is definitely in that. Uh, episode where they come back after abandoning the house and just, oh, you guys are back. Let me just get my girlfriend. Hey, hey Crystal, Crystal, wake up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't believe also that I, we accidentally did body count second and not first. I, can't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm all amped up. I think it's all... Uh, you let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah, I think what it is is all the oxygen I lost doing Macho Man and Tom Waits. <laughs> yeah, it was the equivalent of a very small stroke. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's going to take us to our third body count. Now, uh, because this is a very action-heavy movie, and not really... And it plays by its own rules. Yes, It doesn't correct. have a Geneva Convention. Yeah. Yes. At least not one that is applied to. Right, right, because the whole world is indeed assassin or assassin-related. So, we're going best weapon. Oh, yeah. Best weapon. John, what do you think the best weapon in John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum is? Oh, you fools. Oh, you foolish fools letting me go first. Combat shotgun. Oh, son of a bitch. He got combat shotgun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it does explode whole heads. Oh, whole heads. My favorite one, though, is not a headshot with it. It's where John Wick 
punches a guy in the chest with the barrel of it and then shoots him against oh, the wall. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> like, shoots him and his body goes flying and yeah. hits the wall. Yeah. Oh, it's so It's good. pretty great. What's great about the combat shoddy is it's also used as a club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, you can. That's the glory of the combat shoddy. Yeah. True. Patrick, best weapon. I mean, if I'm going number two, I gotta pick a weapon that is two, and that's Belgian war dogs. Yes! Oh, give me some. They bite nuts, people. They bite all the nuts. <laughs> Almost exclusively nuts. Yeah! But they can they can tell the difference between friend and foe because they never go after John. Right, and they also can, like, jump and, like, linebacker tackle people. Yeah. Yeah, they're incredibly powerful, compact dogs. Yeah, they're serious Well, business. that's the thing. Like, a dog is just a big muscle. Right. Yeah, you know? teeth at the end. Yeah. What I do appreciate about this is during the making of the movie, apparently the director, Chad Stahelski, had Halle Berry in, uh, be part of the training of the dogs for the film so that when they were training the dogs to do all these tricks and jumps and everything, it was Halle Berry giving the commands to the dogs. Oh, nice. So when they got on set, she's she just, just commanding the dogs. the dogs. So the dogs don't have like a... There's not like a guy off... Camera Doing going, oh, you go over there now. It's... Come find the peanut butter. Well, weirdly enough, they did have to put peanut butter on Ian McShane's lips to get him to say his lines, though. Well, that's yeah. true. Well, wow. I mean, actors, what are you going to do? Yeah, right? right? <laughs> uh, great anytime Mr. Show the, sketch. Anytime the phone rings, they have to smack it with a fucking <laughs> riding crop for him to get attention. <laughs> uh, Mark, best weapon. Uh, since you guys took the two best ones, uh, I'm going to go with... Fucking throwing hatchet. Oh, As yeah. I mentioned before, I, I appreciate the idea of a throwing hatchet. Yeah. Uh, but I will give a special honorable mention to the Franken Colt 45. Yeah. The Franken gun he makes. Because he only it's literally one shot. And it's the only time John Wick does this in a movie. He fires it differently than any other gun he's ever shot. Every gun that he fires, he fires like perfectly with like great stance. Yeah. But this he literally he from, the from the hip gives it the like, hits the thing down. The little hammer Band now. Hammer, yeah. yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Uh, and then he throws yeah, it away. A fucking uh, gun like that, if you have it anywhere above your waist, is the momentum's just going to fucking take you to the ground. Sure, and you're going to get powder burns all yeah, over yeah. you. That's true. It's going to yeah. set his hair on fire. Right. So it's going to take us to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? John, is John Wick 3... A, an action movie? Yeah, absolutely. It is wall-to-wall thrills with spills and chills. Whoa. And if you're not careful, you just might learn something. No. Yeah. You know what yeah. I learned? Horses kick people. And the fish is very fatal. Yep. Oh, super fatal. Patrick? Except when you eat it, apparently. Yeah. When it's wrapped around pieces of asparagus, maybe, <laughs> or chives? that was. Yeah, it looked weird. Uh, fish with green stuff in it. No, it's totally an action movie. Super action-y. And they let Lance Riddick shoot stuff, which pleased the shit out of me. Yeah, it was about now, time. It was a lot like, uh, this one had a lot of, like, uh, Sonic and Tails going on. Like, you had a lot of people helping out yeah. John Wick that were also fucking awesome. There's a lot of co-op going yeah. on here, yeah. yeah. Mark, is this an action movie? Absolutely 100% is. Just like all the other John Wick films. Uh, the Once again, the John Wick movies continue to grow and evolve and... Give us looks and tastes of this world without over-explaining everything too much. But more importantly, giving us... Amping up the action. Amping it up, you know, all right, with fucking cars. Fuck cars. John Wick's not even going to drive a car. He's going to ride a horse and then a yeah. motorcycle. Right. Uh, you know, the 
he doesn't do a whole lot more. Uh, there's a lot less gun stuff in this movie. There's a lot more hand to hand and sword related stuff. So they really, really ramp up the action for this movie. So absolutely, it is an action movie, one hundred percent. Now it's time for final reviews. Patrick. Oh man, I can't wait for four. I can't wait for four. It's gonna be a great weekend because it's Matrix Four and John Wick Four all at once. Oh, and same that's day. gonna be so much that's double like eight Keanu and like forty-five Larry Fishburns. True. Yes. Is he in Matrix Four? I don't know. Did I he haven't die seen at the end of Matrix Three? Yeah, but so did yeah, Neo so did fucking everybody and Kellyanne Moss. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, everyone died. Yeah. Ah, except that cat. Yeah. Yeah. And then the architect was just like, how long do you expect this piece to last? And then the Oracle was like, until the series becomes profitable again. Yeah, which is probably now. <laughs> yeah. Because it's time to cash in on all the nostalgia of when I was in high school. Yeah. Right? John, final review. John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Ooh, I give it all of the Sushi Shinobi. Mm. <laughs> all right, Mark. That's the best kind of Shinobi. Final review, John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Uh, I give this movie uh, four hooves. Nice. Four bloody hooves. Four kicking, bloody stomping hooves. So that's going to do it for this episode. probably my favorite fucking noise band from the 90s, (laughs) My Bloody Hooves. Good noise band. Yeah, they did two albums over 30 years, but they're both real good. Yeah, yeah. I actually like Hooves and the Mary Chain. <laughs> <laughs> I like or Hooves Skirdoo. Oh, I like Hooves Skirdoo. <laughs> the Mighty Mighty Hoof Tones. Cherry Hoof and Daddies. <laughs> the Guess Hoof. Marcy's Hoof Ground. <laughs> hoof Box 20. <laughs> <laughs> the Hoof Hoof Dolls. <laughs> Smash Hoof. <laughs> Smash Hoof is very good. Oh yeah, Smash Hoof. I like their one song from Shrek, All Nay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that's gonna do it for this episode of Body Counts of Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am starting my illustrious career as the front man for the Hoo Hoo Stank. <laughs> <laughs> and your name is Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And we'll Look see you next time. <laughs> Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Nine Lives Bromley, John Nemesis Game Rooney Taylor, and Mark Agent Cody Banks Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, wherever you get podcasts from. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.